Welcome to the Morning Download Podcast, your go-to resource for personal finance, economics, and market insights. In just eight minutes a day, we provide valuable information to help you make better money decisions. Hey there, investors. Hope you had a great weekend. We've got an exciting week ahead as we dive into earnings and eagerly wait for some crucial economic data, like the job report. Before we get into that, here's a fascinating little nugget for you. Did you know that the New York Stock Exchange, NYSE, has a tradition called the Dutch Auction? It has quite an interesting history that dates all the way back to the early 17th century. Back then, Dutch traders would gather together to buy and sell shares of the Dutch East India Company. In a Dutch auction, here's how it goes. The stock's price starts off pretty high and then gradually decreases until a buyer finally steps in and snags it at the right price. It's like a little game of supply and demand unfolding right there on the stock exchange floor. Pretty cool, huh? So, as we keep our eyes glued to the earnings reports and eagerly wait for the economic data drop, let's appreciate these little tidbits of history that make the stock market even more fascinating. Stay tuned, folks. So let's dive right into the latest news on the economy. Inflation is still not showing much improvement, folks. The Federal Reserve's preferred inflation gauge did cool down a bit last month, but it's still not where we want it to be. The core personal consumption expenditures index, excluding gas and food prices, rose by 3, 7% over the past 12 months, down from the 3, 8% rate we saw in August. Hey, at least it's higher than the Fed's target of 2%, right? On a positive note, this was actually the smallest year-over-year increase since May 2021, when we saw a 3. 2% annual rate. Looking at it on a monthly basis, it rose by zero. 3% in September compared to just a zero. 1% increase in August. And the overall index remained unchanged at zero, 4% on a monthly basis. But here's something interesting. Despite all this talk about inflation, consumers are still out there spending their hard-earned cash like there's no tomorrow. In fact, in September, consumer spending jumped by zero. 7% from the previous month's increase of zero, 4%. According to the GDP report, consumer spending even increased at an annualized rate of 4%. However, income isn't keeping up with the same pace of growth, only rising by zero. 3% in September compared to zero, 4% in August. It looks like consumers might be dipping into their savings or relying on credit cards to make their purchases. Now, all eyes are on the next Fed meeting happening in November. Experts believe that there isn't enough data at the moment to warrant a hike, but we'll have to wait and see what happens. Moving on to some global news, we've got some pharmacy staff from Walgreens and other chains walking out again. It seems like there are some ongoing issues there. And here's an interesting one. Retailers using theft as a way to hide other problems. Sneaky, huh? Lastly, small businesses in the UK could benefit from new procurement regulations. That's some good news for them. Oh, and before we wrap things up, Here's a consumer survey that shows Americans aren't feeling too happy these days. Sentiment actually declined by 6% this month, and most folks are worried about the market. Guess it's been a tough time for many. I've got some exciting news for all you Apple enthusiasts out there. Apple is gearing up for their Scary Fast event tonight at 8 o'clock p.m. Eat 5, 00 p.m. PT. And no, it's not about ghosts and goblins, but rather about their next-generation silicon chip, M3. This event is their second product showcase of the season, hot on the heels of the recently launched new iPhone. 
So, what can we expect? While Apple hasn't given us any official hints, word on the street is that we might get to see the new iMac computers featuring the highly anticipated new chipset. This could be a game changer for Apple's struggling sales, providing a much needed boost. On top of that, Apple might introduce some new accessories as they transition towards a USB-C universal charging system. Speaking of sales, in the second quarter of 2023, Apple's computers made up about 8% of the global market share. But here's the exciting part. They witnessed a solid 10% year-over-year growth. Impressive, right? Now let's shift our attention to Apple's earnings. Brace yourselves, folks, because they are set to report their earnings on November 2nd, 2023, right after the market closes. The consensus EPS forecast for the quarter stands at $1.39 while last year's reported EPS for the same quarter was $1.29. It'll be interesting to see how they perform this time around. By the way, have you heard about Ford? Unfortunately, they crashed and burned after releasing poor guidance and earnings reports. Tough break, right? That's all for now, folks. Let's keep our eyes peeled for Apple's event later today. Have you heard the latest news about Bitcoin? It seems like it's giving Tesla a run for its money. Sort of. Bitcoin has been struggling to pass the $35,000 mark again after hovering around $30,000 for quite some time. But don't worry, recent global events and the possibility of a Bitcoin ETF, exchange-traded fund, are giving it a boost in value. Interestingly, in the past, Bitcoin has shown a strong correlation with U.S. equity markets. However, it seems like it's now breaking away from that trend. Over the last year, Bitcoin has almost doubled in value, but it's still quite far from its all-time high of nearly $70,000. What's really impressive is that Bitcoin's market capitalization now stands at around $670 billion, slightly surpassing Tesla's market cap of $649.57 billion. That's a pretty big deal. With all the attention that cryptocurrencies are getting these days, it's no surprise that Bitcoin is making headlines once again. So keep an eye on Bitcoin and its journey to see if it can surpass its previous high and continue to shake things up in the financial world. HSAs, or health savings accounts, offer various tax advantages and are commonly used to handle unexpected medical expenses. However, did you know that they can also be utilized to pay insurance premiums? Let's take a closer look at how this is possible. While most insurance premiums are not eligible for HSA coverage, there are exceptions. Medicare premiums for individuals age 65 and older, for instance, do qualify. This includes premiums for hospital insurance, medical insurance, and drug coverage. It's worth noting that supplemental health policies for Medicare are not included. Here's a surprising fact. You don't have to directly pay your premiums with an HSA to enjoy the benefits. You have the option to pay using other means and then reimburse yourself later with your HSA. Just be sure to keep track of all the records. If you have healthcare continuation coverage like COBRA, which is commonly used by individuals without health benefits due to job loss or divorce, the premiums can also be paid with an HSA. Unemployed individuals can leverage HSAs to cover health premiums, such as those purchased through an Affordable Care Act marketplace or COBRA. For those who require long-term care, HSAs can help cover relevant insurance premiums. The amount that can be covered depends on your age and ranges from $450 for those aged 40 or under to $5,640 for individuals aged 71 or over. Keep in mind that these figures are updated annually, so it's advisable to check the official website for the most recent amounts. 
Utilizing your HSA to pay insurance premiums can provide both tax advantages and flexibility, but always make sure to verify eligibility and stay informed about the latest updates. Today I want to share with you a brilliant quote by the one and only Warren Buffett. He says, risk comes from not knowing what you're doing. And boy, isn't that the truth? Think about it. In the realm of personal finance, this quote holds so much weight. When we make uninformed decisions or dive into ventures without fully understanding the potential risks, we're setting ourselves up for trouble. It's like going on a hike without a map or planning a road trip without checking the fuel gauge. Sure, it might work out, but the odds are not in our favor. Buffett's words act as a reminder that knowledge is power when it comes to our finances. Whether it's investing in the stock market, starting a business, or even managing our everyday expenses, being well-informed is crucial. When we take the time to educate ourselves on the ins and outs, the risks become more manageable. So let's embrace Buffett's wisdom and make a commitment to learn. Dive into books, attend seminars, or find a mentor who can guide us through the maze of personal finance. By taking the steps to understand what we're doing, we can minimize the risk and set ourselves up for a brighter financial future. Remember, it's never too late to start learning and making informed choices. Take control of your financial destiny, my friend, and keep growing your knowledge along the way. In this episode, we discuss the latest earnings and economic data, including the job report, the current state of inflation and consumer spending, Apple's upcoming event and their earnings report, Bitcoin's struggles and market cap, the benefits of health savings accounts, and the wisdom of Warren Buffett. Thanks for tuning in to The Morning Download, your go-to podcast for personal finance, economics, and market insights in just eight minutes a day. Don't forget to subscribe for more helpful content and sign up for our free newsletter at morningdownload.com. Subscribe.